The current spoiler warning level is, Deep Crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Deep Crimson, because we're going to be talking about a machine and its variants from Mobile Suit Gundam 00, first and second season, also the movie Awakening of the Trailblazer, also variants from Gundam Build Fighters, and there will be some uh, character plot spoilers as well. So this is a fairly serious one. Unless you've seen Double O, you might want to take a pass on this one. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to Mechanista NG. We're here to talk about robots. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. Dylan, are we doing a spoiler episode? Uh, maybe. Should we? We should, right? It's a, a sure, one. sure. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, basically, I'm gonna do a one d six and divide it by two because I think there are only three things I want to talk about on this list right now. That's like fair. three. I want, I want to talk about Cosmic Era, a no dominee, or post-disaster. And much like how I got to pick the first one, let's have, we'll have you pick whatever one you want uh, for the universe we get. Okay, let's see here. Okay, uh, it is a no dominee. You know what, Dylan? Okay, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the Exia. I had a feeling it would be the Exia. <laughs> it just feels like, it feels like we're due for a meaty friend. Okay. All right, so gonna... Gonna confirm when we talk about the Exia, though, right? The Double O will get its own episode, right? Yes. Even though it's yes. technically an upgrade, because there's going to be a lot to talk about with the Exia alone, and yeah, you know, we'll, Exia related things. We'll be busy. I think we can talk about the O with the Double O. Yeah, but... that'll probably be better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's just start with the Exia then. Mm-hmm. The GN zero zero one Gundam Exia. Um. So the Gundam Exia is used by the, I like how they say paramilitary organization. My brain just always wants to just go terrorist organization, celestial being. Um, I mean, yeah, it is. They are terrorists. <laughs> um, this is our first Gundam, main Gundam, to be designed by Kanetake Ebikawa. Um, and this is a fun mobile suit mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and I'm excited to talk about it because here's the thing: I have mixed feelings about Double O. But the Exia is good. And a lot of the design sense in Double O is good. A lot of the Double O designers, there's a reason they stuck around after Double O. Um, you know, a lot, uh, Ebikawa, Yanase, um, uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of people who did, like, the vehicles and stuff, they all stayed on and did a lot of the AUs. Like, Double O kind of set, like, the standard for AU. Because Seed was, Seed, before Double O, was really weird because Seed was, like, still Okawara doing things. You know, and like it was your usual Gundam people doing like the the mecha stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, they ended up switching that, then just going for all new people with Double O. Um, is there an AU between Seed and Double O that I'm forgetting about? No, no, it, not it to C. my knowledge. Yeah, no, Seed, no. Seed, Destiny, Double O, right? Yeah, okay. Just making sure. For some reason, it just feels like there's such a huge gulf between Double O and Seed in idea that like it feels yeah. like there should be something in between them. Anyway, so the Exia. Uh, Exia is used by Celestial Being, uh, who, you know, they, uh, they, they Terrorists from war. Jupiter to make you stupider. They want to stop war with their Gundams. Um, if you make war, we're going to kill you. Yeah, which is one of the <laughs> things I enjoy about, not... <laughs> about it, but we won't go too far into it. But, they, yeah. I, you know, not yeah, not to go too far into it, but the entire first season of people who are not with them being like, but doesn't that not make sense? <laughs> it's very the, funny. I Look, I like that they understand, right? It's it's the thing where like, ah, the they, people in the universe understand this, which is good rather than, you know. Yeah, it's, it's some heavy other handed, shows. but yes. Rather than some other mecha shows which run with that premise, uh, but with no, you know, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so the Exia is the melee suit of the uh, of the Gundam team, because we are back to having a Gundam team uh, in Double O. Mm-hmm. And so the Exia is the close-range combat suit. Um, 
looking at the design, we have... So, we have a Gundam head here, and it has all the hallmarks of a Gundam head, but the way that it is applied is so different. This The Gundam head here is very rounded. You've got mm -hmm. a lot of, like, futuristic feeling parts, is how I would describe it. Um, the V-fin is just a white, like, fin that is embedded into the head. You have a Gundam face with no vents on it. Uh, I think the no vent look is always good. Um, it, it just, you know, it's good. Uh, you mm -hmm. still got the red chin, you've got the two eyes. The cheek vents are still there, and the way that they're implemented is really cool, because they're, like, the side of the head is, like, this cool, like, circular shape that has, you know, the ears sticking off of it and the vents sticking off of it, but otherwise it, like, it's, you know, it's this neat shape. Um, mm -hmm. You've got these, the big green parts on the side of the head as well as on the forehead, like, for the camera jewels. Um, the, the, um... The, between having like the little ears, the way the vent is implemented, the circular shape of everything on it, how smooth it looks, this is a good-looking Gundam uh, mm -hmm. head already from the start. I'm already inclined to like it. Um, Double O. Also, I will note for anyone at home looking at these, look at the designer line art at the uh, at the bottom of the wiki page because I know that you're probably going to pull it up from there. The designer line art gives so much of a cooler sense of what's going on with the suit. Uh, the animation art is just. Ebikawa's art is very uh, liney and pointy, and the animation art kind of rounds some of that out in a way that is like, you know, I, I don't want to say pointy. It's it's like it, the head, for instance, is still very circular, but you get what I mean. Like it looks different. Yeah, I think um, a lot of like I think season. So it's interesting because season one gets this to a lesser extent. So one of the things we talk about when we talk about seed is how a lot of these designs are way cooler than you think, and they just don't look great in the show. Yeah, they look they don't look great in the show, or even in like their base art for the show, right? Right. You see them in three D, and they're like, oh, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you get some of that in season one of Double O. You get a lot of it in season two, but. Yes. You know. Um, these are designs that, yeah, Epikawa does designs that look great in 3D a lot of the time. Um, whether they look good in animation or not depends, especially because here's the thing: we know they had to simplify uh, later on, right? Like the suits. Um, there's a reason Double O Season Two suits are a little bit more simple in design, and it's because Season One suits are a lot, and you can see that with the Exia. Like this mm -hmm. thing is very detailed. Um, you go down to the torso, you've got on the collar, you've got two sort of like yellow fins that are popped up. Um, mm -hmm. I like the design of that a lot. Um, the chest is also has this like rounded motif, right? Like I mentioned, like you know, the side of the head is circular. The head itself, from a side profile, it has you know, there's multiple circles happening. Uh, the mm -hmm. chest also has this. You've got like the big chest area for uh, like the big green central uh, camera. I guess is, is is it a camera still for all well, the green? Well, it's hard to it's hard to tell. So the way green is used on these Gundam designs is interesting because I feel like sometimes it's a camera and sometimes it's, like, space for the processing of GN particles. Yeah. It's weird because, like, the Axia has some other elements of that, too, going on, right? Like, you have the cables for that, too. But then you have, like, yeah, you have green in the arm, so I guess it can't always be camera. I guess it is. And given the location of this on the chest, given the GN drive on the back, that would make sense for it to just be, like, a weird thing for that. Um, but yeah, you've got this big circular uh, part for the like that green piece. You've got a circle circle around it, right, of armor. It, th there's just a lot of like circles going on here uh, in the design that I think are really cool because it doesn't. When you think of the Gundam, right? When you think of like a standard Gundam, they're pretty boxy usually, right? Like you mm -hmm. get rounded parts on them, but like the chest profile of most Gundam types, especially by Okawara, are still essentially boxy. Like, and they still have that same structure, right? Of, like, you have upper armor chest, then you have the lower armor, which is, like, two sets of squares that connect into the waist. This still kind of has that, but it's not done the same way. Well, um, it's all it's all converging. Like, it's because of the way these these are in the canon and, and the technology, everything about the chest is a is sort of, like, armor converging on the reactor. Yeah. Um, and you have, like, on the sides of the chest, you have that exposed cabling. Um uh that it, you have throughout the mobile suit as well and then you have like you do have like a red lower body this this suit is basically tricolor still it's just got a lot more green going on but it is still yellow blue red etc um but yeah you still have like that red lower torso too like being like those two parts but this way the sections are is just different than how it normally is mm -hmm. um 
it's so slim too and then you have uh, some blue armor on the front of that which uh breaks up the color in a way i think it's nice um yeah the arms you've got these incredibly cool shoulders lots of line going on i love the uh like on the top of the shoulders you have those indentations um and it's just a cool looking section uh mm-hmm. out of the shoulder you have a cable going into uh like the bicep area um i think that also looks good i like the exposed cable especially like because it's like a flat cable um yeah it reminds me of like it, it just reminds me of, like you know the the strip cables you have like in a lot of the computer uh, like in a lot of computers yeah it looks like I it like looks it. like a sata cable it's kind of mm-hmm. cool um, um and also notable it's the only one of the gundams to have that yes yes uh the other gundams do not have the cabling exposed in that way um and then as you move down the arm you've got cool looking forearms i again rounded motif going on with that forearm uh the you've got the little circular grain piece on there and then also you have uh gn vulcans on the wrist that i kind of wish it used more often yeah um just because it doesn't really use them very much it's cool because they're wrist vulcans that's that's neat um then the hands uh you've got you know their hands i do like the hand covers though having like the sort of knuckle guard like you can see that like it's a moving piece there and i think that's really cool Mm-hmm. Um, the waist is very simple because it's just like it has front skirt armor and it has like you know your typical like the middle crotch section has like a red piece on like in uh, on the front and center like you do with a lot of Gundams, but like the armor is very minimalist. There's no side skirt armor at all. Um, yeah, it feels very much like like it's just like hey, don't hit me exactly in the joint, otherwise yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then the rear skirt, same thing, very simple. You have like two armor plates for the rear skirt and then you have uh the two holsters for um if two holsters for beam sabers I should mention also on the rear of the shoulders is also beam saber holsters this thing has many beam sabers uh this thing has many swords seven of them to be exact um so uh yeah and then you go down to the leg and again more of that rounded motif that you, you can see the upper top like the top joint of the leg and it's just a big circle you've got the armor on the leg looks really good uh i think um I, I just you've got cool sections it, the best way i could describe this is this just looks futuristic to me right like that that is what they were going for obviously but the way the armor fits in the way like how clean it is still even while having detail feels very like futuristic to me in terms of design mm-hmm. um the thigh terminates into another circle um then you have the knee joint uh Again, you go down to the lower leg, you've got a big circle with a bunch of armor around it. Um, you've got, uh, should mention, on the front of the thighs and the front of the calves, you also have some cable, like that, you know, the very distinct pink cabling. Uh, it doesn't really stick out, it's just there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you got ankle armor that is uh, combined with, like, the leg armor, so rather than being around the foot, it's just on the top of the leg, and then it, you know, it can move up and down. Uh, then you have some you know neat design the feet are different like they're the same but they're different that's the thing about a lot of this design right this is a really cool way of reimagining like a main gundam design and keeping all the motifs of a main gundam without just being like an rx-78 or something um and gundam had that going for a bit i think like i feel like the zeta is that even right or even Mm -hmm. the mark ii um but then you hit like that point where I talked about it, the 90s has this, like... I, this is no fault of Okawara's. This is what they're asking him to make. You know, I know he's a creative guy, but I'm pretty sure this is just what they're telling him to make. You have a lot of Gundams that are just more RX-78-based. A lot of the Gundams in, you know, in um, G Gundam, in Gundam Wing, in Gundam X, those aren't drawing inspiration from the Zeta or, like, even, like, the new and stuff. Those are just drawing inspiration from being Gundams, you know? And the XEF really bucks that, I feel. Like, even more so, like, like we talked about the Strike, and the Strike is a good idea of, like, modernizing the Gundam. But it's still very recognizably the Gundam. This is different, I feel. Like, I just, this is just very different, I think, overall. And that's why I like it. Um, The XEF just feels, like, it's funny... There are other double uh, O designs I like a lot, but when we talk about it from like a historical design perspective, I like the XE a lot, even though it's not like something I've ever even like considered getting a model of. Really, you know, there are other double O suits that I like more, but 
you know, this is the main Gundam, right? This is the main Gundam. It's got the tricolor. It, it's got all the motifs of a main Gundam. And I, it just does it well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I figure you agree because, you know, you picked it. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a RG Exia. I think the Exia is quite cool. Yeah. Uh, and, like... So, we've talked about the design a lot. Oh, and also, should mention the backpack. The backpack is simple because it's just the GN drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're going to get that on a lot of these double O Gundams. There's a lot of them where the backpack is just the GN drive. But I think that's fine. It's Again, it's doing something different um, than you usually get. And I appreciate that. There might mm-hmm. be things I dislike later on that come from these designs becoming samey in their own way. Sure. Uh, but... It's hard to fault the original one for doing that, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just like it's hard to fault the RX-78-2 for there being boring RX-78-2 clones. <laughs> um, you, can't, you can't fault the first Gundam for that, though. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah. So the Exeus Armaments, this is this is going to be fun. So we've got, I mentioned, you've got four different beam savers. You've got two on the shoulders. Uh, and the two on the shoulders are reached in a cool way. Because this has decided... I don't need elbow armor because I'm a robot. I, I'm, I'm a machine. I don't. I am humanoid, but I don't have to confine myself to what humans do. So instead, the arms just bend backwards, and I love that. They just, you know, mm-hmm. bend in a way that uh, if you saw a human bending that way, you would be like, oh no, are you okay? Um, uh, just to reach back and grab them on the shoulders, and I think that is cool. Um, the shoulder sabers are two normal beam sabers. Um, you know, they're just, they're beam sabers. They're, I mean, they're GN beam sabers. Yeah. GN particles. We've yeah. talked about them before. Yeah. GN particles make the world go around in, uh, double O. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're, you know, and then for when the Exia is introduced, we talked about like the flags and how like they're not, they're not using beam weapons. They, they have a, a plasma sword that they eventually get that is not as good as a beam weapon and is very, you know, kind of cheap. Um, the G, the GN beam sabers, I mean, the the technology is is massive on like the Exia versus all of the contemporary mobile suits fielded by everyone else. Um, so you've got the two beam sabers, which are really cool. Uh, you've got two beam daggers. Those are the ones that are in the skirt. Mm-hmm. They are ostensibly melee weapons, but <laughs> that's not how they're used. Typically, when they are used, uh, you you get the Exia just chucking them into mm-hmm. the enemy um which fair enough uh you know beam sabers because they're always emitting a beam uh are always usually shown as like better at getting through armor so i i can understand it and i think this is a cooler way of doing it than uh you know prior show seed uh with boomerangs definitely definitely works better than that i think i think We're- visually it looks good and also unlike the boomerang still a still an okay melee weapon um, then you also start going into the other swords this has. So, we've talked about four of them, and then we have, here are five and six, we have the GN Long Blade and GN Short Blade. These are physical blades, but they're bla- the blades end up, uh, in- being enveloped in GN particles. So, they're like physical sharp blades that then are sheathed in GN particles, which makes them cut better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how it works. Um... They're pretty cool. Um, they're just two big, solid blades. Uh, I, I like the look of them. Um, however, they aren't the coolest physical blade, but we'll get into that in a moment. Real quick, mm-hmm. just to mention it, the, the short uh, the short GM blade can also be a thrown weapon. Mm-hmm. They they are uh, they are stored on the uh, they're stored on the hips, right? They're not. There's no side skirt armor, so these are just stored directly on the the, the Gundam's hips. Yeah, they just um, they just sort of latch on there. Yeah. Um, Finally, uh, we have the combination GN shield and, uh, or, well, it is the GN sword, and it also has, like, a little shield on it, like, and it is also the rifle. So, um, on the right arm of the Exia, you have this really cool multi-weapon, and I love it. I love it's the GN sword. really good. Um, I love weapons that have multiple, like, you know, like functions on them. I know people hate it with shields because it's like, well, if it's a shield, you use that to block, so you're getting rid of your weapon, too. I don't give a shit. It's a mecha. Fuck off. It's cool. Um, 
<laughs> um, I will only complain about it when I complain about it. Don't worry, I will be inconsistent <laughs> about this because there will be probably ones I complain about at some point. But I'm just saying right here, this one's cool, so I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, so you've got like a little, uh, like a, a short shield that's on the arm with like a rifle mount, and then on the underside of uh, of it, um, you have this big solid blade. What it does is it pops up like a switchblade. Uh, it is cool as fuck. Um, the, I, I like blades that run parallel to the arm anyway. I just think that's a cool way of doing blades also. So the way that this is wielded like that is really cool. It can also pop the handle up and be used like a normal sword. But unnecessary, mm-hmm. IMO. Completely yeah. unnecessary. Just use it Just use it like the like a weird, like, you know, switch, switch blade. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, like I mentioned, there's also a rifle at the front of this. And, I mean, it's a rifle. It fires beams. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like it's used against, you know, some grunts, right? But otherwise, it's mostly used just to keep someone busy while you close the distance. Because, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, seven swords, this is the melee Gundam. Yeah. They've decided that the primary role, the opposite of Hiro Yui, right? Hiro's, mm-hmm. Hi- Hiro's primary role is I have the big beam cannon. And I have, like, a couple of melee things for, you know, just in case. But I'm mainly firing my big beam cannon. The XE is kind of the opposite. The XE is, like, I have a dinky little rifle, uh, which, I mean, okay, I say dinky little rifle. It is a good rifle when it's introduced, because, again, you don't have beam weapons at all on Earth. You don't have GN technology used by the by anyone. Um, so it, it's a fine rifle, but... The the real the real show is all the fucking swords that this thing has, and that's what you typically see um, uh, Setsuna doing with this is closing into combat, going really fast, flying, and cutting things in half. Uh, whether it's by a beam sword, a physical sword, or the cool sword on his arm. And part of the thing's purpose, part of the reason it has this mix of blades, right? Is I mean, beam sabers are just good. Those beam daggers are good for throwing. Mm-hmm. But then the um, the long blade, short blade, and the GN sword, first of all, use less power mm-hmm. because you, instead of cr- creating a full blade, you're just doing a basic coating, which allows it to sort of like stay at full capacity for longer in combat than the other uh, of the Gundam team. Mm-hmm. But also it's sort of the it's the anti-trader trump card because um, one of the technologies that they came up with with GN particles is called the GN field, which is a bubble that makes everything not happen. Um, unless you've got one of these fancy pieces of metal coated in GN particles, which just go right through that shit. Yep. Because here's the thing. Uh, if it, if it dissipates like, you know, GN particles, then yeah, beams aren't going to go through. Uh, what if you have a big solid blade though? Like a big solid mass? Well, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, it like it, it starts to disperse the GN particles, which draws the energy and then the actual metal punches through. And you're done. Yep. yep. Uh, and then, yeah, which is cool. Uh, yeah. uh, not only that, but, I mean, here's the other thing. And GN particles are also affected by things, right? Like water or, you know, they are expecting to be able to go, like, everywhere, like, on Earth, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they need to stop war. Um, so uh, it, it kind of makes sense also to have the physical blades because, you know, if an enemy is underwater, the, the one... Even if the GN swords did, or the GN beam swords did work, they would be drawing a lot more power because they're constantly being hit by water. So they're constantly, like, you know, cooling and possibly dissipating. So it has to, like, to keep up with that, it would need to produce, you know, the blade all that much more, like, outward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, like, it, it mentions that weather conditions can even affect, like, how, you know, the beams are. Like, or atmosphere conditions and such. Like, so maybe it's just better to use a solid sword if there's like you know humid, foggy weather. It's just you know it's just a utility. And I mean, it's not like it. The G the GN drive on the back of this makes it so weight is basically negligible anyway. So mm-hmm. what's strapping a couple of extra swords? You know. Um, yeah. It 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 makes sense though, and I th- I think it's good. Um. I, I really like I, I like I, I like that about the Exia. Um, I I I think when it's pre- premiered, it's also really cool. I do love that they wrote Gundam on the forehead, so everyone would know what the mobile suit is called. They're like, "What is the strange mobile suit?" 
Well, oh, and even when it's even when it's it's turned on, its forehead jewel projects its name. It says Gundam Exia. Yep. Look, you need to know what yeah. it is. Now, I mean, here's a fun to... thing I need to share. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I was going to say, if you're going to use scare tactics, you got to be bold. God. Um, I needed to share this. Please look at the original Exia design, by the way. Whoa. It's all cables. I lo- I kind of love that. Um, it, looks it looks like looks Cooler weird. from Dragon Ball. <laughs> it looks like a weird... Yeah, I was going to say, it gives me like... It gives me stand vibes almost, too. Like, mm, sure. JoJo stand vibes. Um, it's very weird looking. Um, it looks more, it looks uh, even more organic. And that's the thing, the normal Exia already has, like, this, like, organic flair. Like, not human organic, just organic in general, right? Like, all the mm-hmm. rounded parts and stuff. But this even has more of that. It doesn't help that it's also kind of, like, flesh tony with, like, the, uh, pinks on there. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that looks weird. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting to see that comparison of what it was, then what it got turned into, and then what it got refined um yeah so the exia though um when it's introduced ridiculous mobile suit looks different than everything and the earth's like what the fuck there's you know three other gundams also doing things that they're like what the fuck um now the exia though that doesn't mean it doesn't need you know packs and whatnot and upgrades sure because first one i think we should talk about would be the uh, Gundam Avalanche Exia. Sure. Uh, what if we needed a high-speed Exia? Uh, isn't the Exia already high-speed? What if we needed a higher-speed Exia? I have no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what if we made the Exia basically able to be a, as they describe it, like a jet, basically? Well, we have the curious, no, 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 no. What if we want the Exia to be a jet? Um, oh i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i misunderstood i thought yeah okay that makes more sense yeah no let's sure why not um the avalanche pack is a basically a bunch of gn armor that has condensers and gn verniers so basically it is high it is high mobility and high speed it like because they're located all over the body so it can quickly like rotate and like do ridiculous aerial maneuvers while also moving very fast. Um, so what we have done is, if you look at the Exia, we have bolted onto the shoulders a giant set of, like, you know, these condensers, basically, right? And, the, like, armor. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little bit of additional armor on the torso as well. Like, you can see, like, below the vent, you have, like, you know, just another vent. <laughs> uh, or, like, a little, you know, scoopy piece. Um You've got additional armor on the skirts, got some on the legs. Um, If you look at the back of this mobile suit, you know, the rear skirts also have gotten it. There's just a lot of extra armor. Um, To make up for all this extra armor and not being able to store the swords in the same places, uh, they're just all over this thing's back. Uh, Like, this thing basically has a backpack rack now that is just swords. Same with the shoulder. The ones on the shoulders are now facing directly upward. You have, like, a little back attachment, which adds, you know, the two... I assume those are the daggers, maybe, on the back back there. Um, and then you have the two physical swords also located on latches on the back back. Um, yeah, at a glance, it looks like it has a bunch of antennas. It's like, no, those are all just handles for those, yeah, various blades. Uh, Guy Murakama would be delighted. <laughs> it's all swords. Yeah, just, oops, all swords. Um, so, yeah, so this is a bunch of extra armor, basically. And I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I do think it looks like it is missing some weight around the legs, but don't worry. We will address this soon. Um, this thing is ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Why you needed a higher speed, higher mobility Exia, I don't know. Um, it takes, so it takes an hour to charge all the condensers, right? Because the thing is, they're condensers, so mm-hmm. they're not getting power from the main GN drive. I'm assuming that it would be basically detrimental to the Exia if it was drawing all of these verniers off of the main drive. Um, so instead, they are just charged over the course of an hour separately. They will be discharged in 10 minutes, though. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a problem. That sounds perfect. So you have 10 minutes. Uh, so it, it does mention here, I guess, 
that the thing is, even with not being able to use the Bringers, it's not like the extra armor really inhibits like the abilities of the Avalanche. And the fact that it increases its speed such a high amount, it is able to fly extremely fast towards the target. So even if it's only 10 minutes, it's still just getting there so quick that maybe it doesn't matter. And sure. to be fair, 10 minutes is a gener generous operating time for these Gundams, because when we see them kill things, it's generally uh, one-sided every time. Yeah. Um, also, uh, a thing it does with all this extra armor is generates a Fingian field on the surface, so it actually redirects all the airflow, so it doesn't... It's like, oh, but you're adding extra armor. Wouldn't that make it have more surface area for the air to hit? No. GN particles, baby. <laughs> um, oh, I noticed an armament here that I didn't mention on the Exia. I forgot to mention the Exia also has a normal shield on its left arm. Um, oh, right. Shield. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a regular shield. That shield, uh, you know, it doesn't do a full body GN field, but it emits a GN field like kind of around the shield, basically. So if it blocks with the shield, it doesn't do any physical damage really to the shield. Um, yeah, and, it's yeah. intentionally built small so that it can be maneuverable with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like, it has to block directly with it, but it's the difference of I can surround myself with a full body barrier, but this is going to drain all my power versus I'm going to give an infinite amount of power to this direct point. As long as I'm blocking with this direct point, I'm immortal. Um, essentially immortal going off again, the tech difference at the time. Um, yeah. So, uh, otherwise the avalanche Axio doesn't add any armaments. It's just armor in that. Make it go fast. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you, I, I went, hey, the sexy skip leg day. What if it didn't skip leg day? Well, uh, fighting game fans, what does it mean when you see uh, that, you know, the, um, what is it? Like, why am I spacing on the name? It's of like it? a single apostrophe. quote. Yeah. Yeah. Single quote, an apostrophe. When you see that on its own. Well, if you it's K-Dash. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the Gundam Avalanche Exia Dash, and it's Exia Dash, but they use the the, the like, apostrophe. And I'm like, so, okay. the Gundam Avalanche Exia, the uh, Nest Society got a copy of its DNA, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, this is what happened. And that, and then this is what came of that. Um, and for okay, some reason so plays almost, like, like nothing like actual <laughs> Kyo. I mean, excuse God. me, Avalanche Exia. <laughs> God. Okay, so the Avalanche Exia Dash has addressed my problem, and it has added armor to the links. Uh, it is just more GN condensers. Uh, it has not only added armor to the front of the legs, though. If you look at the back of the legs, you get some really long armor, and you might be going, huh, that's, like, weird really long armor, right? Like, why is that there? Well, um, what if I told you we can extend the feet and give this thing beam kicks? And also, it just has Ex claws on the Excuse feet. me? Uh, excuse me? A beam kicks? Whoa, I hadn't seen this before. Oh, you hadn't seen that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, just <laughs> to show. So on the kit, you can see that. Uh, those are beam saber emitters at the end, though, on the flats there uh, and with the little claws. Um, I personally love the metal, uh, the, uh, metal build version of it because it makes the claws more substantial even. Um, yeah, no, uh, this thing has beam kicks. It's great. Um, <laughs> I also really love the way it has, like, the actual feet are resting on little metal platforms like it's a wheelchair. It's kind of yeah. dope. Yeah, this thing rules. Um, you know, it looks a little weird in the art, right? Because it's got, like, them kicked back. But then when you see it, like, in actual active combat, it's like, oh, the legs are just, you know, they've kicked forward and now the legs have become bigger and, like, the feet are longer and they have beam kicks. Um... Not only that, but also, uh, this was a fun weapon because, uh, the metal build line loves doing this. Uh, they, uh, and Ebikawa actually helped plan that, uh, the toy because he does a lot of, like, 3D-related work and toy-related work, um, which works out. Um, he gave it, uh, a, 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 a kind of a batleth, um, <laughs> uh, so he has like a, a he he gave it, it they didn't add any more weapons to this thing still I should know um, other than this for the uh, for the one toy uh, which is yeah it's like a weird batleth um, it is able to separate into just two separate like swords and yeah I mean you know 
whatever. I More love physical blades. I love that it has seemingly three sets of handles. Yeah. Well, see, you never know how you're going to want to hold it. No, uh, I, I think it's great. That's great design. Yeah. I, it is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that like I like that it can still undersling. Like like if you wanted to, it could basically dual wield like you know the way the GN sword is. Mm -hmm. Um, if it split the blade, which I think is cool. Um. Yeah, I just think this is a cool machine, though. Like, it's a cool full armor, I think, just because I like what it looks like. I I also like the additional color, honestly. I like that it's mostly adding, like, a lot more blue and yellow to the machine. Mm -hmm. uh, not as much white. Um, this just looks cool. Um, I love that, like, also, with the Avalanche Exia, um, I do really like, like, in general for both of them, uh, the way, like, the condensers open up. I love opening parts like that uh, yeah. on a mech. And so, like, having all these thrusters, like, pop open is really cool. Uh, the Avalanche Exia Dash does add uh, a special feature that the prior one did not have. So, uh, it has the burst mode. Uh, what it does is it scatters GN particles in a high density within the battlefield. Which I guess makes it so it can move even faster because it's moving through GN particles. Um, sure, that makes sense. Apparently, the data obtained from this mode served as the basis for battle tactics during Transam. It's basically, it's basically Transam, but you know, like baby guess, Transam, Transam Junior. Like, yeah, it's Transam Junior. Uh, it's Transam without a Transam. Uh, which I guess we didn't talk about Transam. Whoops. Um, oh, we've talked talk, about it on previous. We've talked we've about talk it on other episodes. Is the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's got Transam. Yeah, it turns it turns it turns <laughs> pink and it go fast. Mm -hmm. That's basically all you need to really know. Um. So, uh, okay. Now we have to work, now, now to work my way backwards to the Exia and figure out where I want to go from here. Okay. Um, I guess we'll, I, we wanted to stay on the Exia, so. We could, uh, we, we could knock out the GN armor real quick. Yeah, let's talk about the, uh, GN armor type E. So, uh, the, the Avalanche Exia is like, you know, your standard, we're doing a bunch of external parts, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, like, and we've bolted them onto the gun. The GN Armor Type E is uh, kind of like a thing that is popular in a few AUs, and of course you have, like, the GPO-3. It is, what if we wore a mobile arm? Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what this is. Uh, the GN Armor Type E is fine for that. Um, so the Type E itself, uh, real quick, is just, like, when it's normal mode, it is, like, a weird ship. Um... The arms on it are, like, really big swords, uh, and they do have cannons, like, located inside of them, which is good, because I would be very angry if this just had two swords. Um, <laughs> it would be very dumb if this just had two swords. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so, this is, like, a cool... It's a cool enough pack, right? It's, it's, I, it's fine. I don't care for it. I mean, I think... I, the very concept of coming up with a like a close combat armor is just stupid. That's the thing, right? This is supposed to be mostly close combat. Uh, it like I said, it has two giant swords on it. It has it does have the big beam cannons, which is cool, but you know, um, but yeah, yeah, it's just there's not a lot going on with it though. It, the thing is, they have a version of it with guns. Uh, and the version of it with guns just looks cooler. Yep, yep. And it's um, for a different, it's for a different yeah. Gundam. So, yeah, and that's it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, anything else to say about it? No, it just wears it. It wears it. It's not like the worst one of these, but you know, it's not exciting either. It also uh, doesn't get a great showing in the show. Like these no, things are busted out. Like these things are busted out to, to fight the final boss and are like immediately burned. And so that you don't come across, they don't come across as being especially high quality. Well, like, it's like, yeah, I'm thinking of some other shows that have like these kind of armors and like, yeah, it doesn't, it, I guess it's like, it, it's not, it is smaller than your usual ones. But the thing is there are other smaller ones in other shows that are also cool, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's it, it it's not as cool as other ones, and it's not like big enough to be like, oh, this is like a really cool paradigm changing thing. It's just you made the Exia do what the Exia does more. But again, the the Avalanche Exia 
actually feels like a cooler way of doing that is the mm-hmm. um totally yeah it's just yeah all right now we can talk about uh this is a variant kind of but you know it's it's kind of not um we have the gn001 re exia repair mm-hmm. um well what has happened to the exia well what we've changed with the design is the v-fin is broken one of the eyes has been replaced with the tear and eye um because the eye is gone uh the left arm has been removed and the vent is cracked open one of the little um one of the little uh collar like sort of dealies uh i guess they're like a v-fin for the collar um is gone uh the arm is now jagged and messed up looking uh the gn sword is missing its tip uh there's some armor missing from the legs uh one of the skirt armors is gone uh they call this the Exia repair. I guess the Exia was more fucked up than this at first for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, at least at least it's got that second eye, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, at the end of season one, the Exia is damaged quite badly, and then also, uh, Setsuna has been basically doing like a solo war without celestial beings' help for a little while in the intervening like time period, which has resulted in this being what he is piloting um i i get why people you know a lot of people love this thing because it does look cool right it's got like the one red eye mm-hmm. it's got like you know a a shoulder cape they do a um, cool thing in the versus series where like i don't know if this is in every game but it, when the exia gets like destroyed for the last time like it would end the game it turns into exia repair mm-hmm it, yeah, I, I always love zombie modes. It's like how the Zeong becomes the Zeong head and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like a last second, like, oh, if the match is really close, you might be able to survive, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but much like in that much like in that game, uh, this is very limited in what it can do. It has a damaged. It has the damaged Shion sword, which can still work, and it does still have the rifle, which is good. Um, it does have the little Vulcans in the arm um but that's it uh it's very damaged uh and at this point the earth also has developed technologies that are on par with the gundams so it's not doing good no it it doesn't it doesn't like win the fight we see <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't really win it it, it, it does a little bit of, like, winning, if I remember right, like, when it first shows up, and then it starts losing right after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but don't worry, Setsuna did not want them to throw away the Exia, and then they kept it, and then, of course, we get the Exia Repair 2, which makes me mad. Really? Because I... Okay, so here's the thing. The Exia Repair 2, what we have done is... We've covered up all the cables, uh-huh. uh, and removed like the shoulder ones and stuff. Like I guess it's under that little like divot on the arm there, or like the little uh, sorry blister I guess sticking out. Um, we have also given it a GN sword that looks worse. I hate the it, green. It does look worse. I don't disagree. That's with you. what I don't like. It's not that I hate the whole design. I just don't like the green on the sword. Season two of Double O really gets into. Well, we have to show that it's a GN based thing. So instead of it being just a physical thing and we say it's a gn thing what if we put a green like thing around it mm-hmm. i don't i just don't like it very much um otherwise i mean this is the exia right it's the repaired exia again it is they've they've covered up the cables and it has the shiny green sword and still has you know it's other save it has like it's other sabers um yeah well okay uh, it has sabers on the side skirts. Uh, it doesn't have the arm and the waist ones now. The sabers are stored on the side skirts on the hips, um, like where the physical ones were shown. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, um, it's extremely a design that, like, you can tell they, they made this because they had the Exia and they were like, why not? They didn't really yeah. try very hard. And I, yeah, I, the, I mean, both the in-universe designers and also the people who drew this didn't try very hard. I yeah, assume I Ebikawa, but yeah, I assume. Well, I assume he was told it has to, right? Like, well, because the end of the show, mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be the meaningful. Oh, he's back in the Exia again. So I get like why he doesn't want to stray from the Exia design very much, and like why it has to follow the same like, you know, design ethos. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just not very exciting, you know. Thematically, it's important. I just don't think the suit's that cool. Um, of course, then we start getting real weird because then we have the next upgrade, which is the XCR Repair 3. Oh, the one that's this actually good. So, the XCR Repair 3, what we have done here um, is we've given the XCR a sniper rifle. Um, an underslung sniper rifle. You like underslung things. Yeah, it is a cool sniper rifle. It is an underslung sniper rifle. Uh, there's a couple other things that have been done with the design. Um, so if you look at the shoulders, they've actually added white to the uh, little indent areas. And I mm -hmm. think that's pretty cool because the original XCS are just blue in there. Um, it also adds blue to the knees, uh, which is something that like, you know, some later suits like the Quanta have mm -hmm. uh, for him. So I think that's cool. Like I actually like that it recolors these elements. It also changes the feet. The foot is like oh, huh, it does smaller. Yeah. Um, I can't actually. I'm double checking because I'm curious if I think. Oh, you know what it is? I just noticed they took this art from a page, and so what happened is I think that's the curl from the page. Um, the what? If you the curl from the page. Oh, the way the the way the perspective is weird. Yes. Oh, uh, if you look at like the line art, the foot is the same. Okay, yeah, that makes more uh, sense. Yeah, sorry, it looks. The thing is, it's hard to tell with the art. It does look like it just shortens, because uh, you can't really see the curvature. Uh, whoever you know separated this line art did a good job of making it not look like it was on a curved page, other than that foot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like I was just like, did they just give it like weird like earthbound feet, <laughs> like for like stabilizing when it has the uh, gun? Is what I was thinking. Cute but, little booties. Um, so yeah, the primary difference on this is you get some cool color differences, which I like. Um, this no longer has a GN drive. If you look at the backpack, it's just the condenser there. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the arm, the left arm has an underslung long-ass rifle, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, it folds it folds in half when not in use. And yeah. yeah it, the way it folds up looks like, I mean, no, obviously it's different, but it sort of mirrors the way the blade on the other arm folds up and it looks good. Mm-hmm. It's a cool idea. Um, I, I do like that they just gave it that uh, a long rifle like it's a sniper, though. It is funny to me to think about. It's like, ah, we've taken our melee suit, and now we have made it both melee and sniper. Mm -hmm. How could it lose now? Um, and then we have the weirdest variant of all. Uh, this is strange. Okay. So we have the XR Repair 4. Hadn't seen this one. Yes, this is from... The, I believe it's the live-action stage show is when... Oh, no, no, it, it was at the same time as the live-action stage show, I believe, actually. But, like, I think that maybe it's distinct. Let me see. What is revision? Hold on. Let's see. What the fuck did they do to it? <laughs> okay. Yes, no, this was the live drama. This was the Gundam, the Exia for the live drama. So what we have done to this is... Okay, we've kept some of the color changes from the Exia Repair 3. Now they have changed the feet, though. Um, they they have more of a curvature on the bottom of them now, which is weird. They legitimately um, do. Yes, this is yeah, not. This, this is, is not like page. actual. This is for yeah, real. Yeah, this is like they have to. We would notice the page now because uh, we have to talk about the right shoulder on this has been given uh, the Quanta's shield, but like it's obviously damaged and missing some of its bits, so it's like part of the Quanta shield. Um, and. The vent, the the left half of this thing is just missing, like armor, like it's just parts. Uh, also on the backpack we have a we have a new rack on the waist that has an array of swords, which include the GN Tachi and the GN bayonet. Uh, the GN bayonet is is basically like a GN sword though, because it has the sword mode and rifle mode. Yeah. But it's just, it's handheld now, mm -hmm. like, yeah. instead of being bolted to the arm. Really weird. Um, then, yeah, you've got, like, a janky version of the Qantas shield. And then you have, so, the thing is, they aren't bits. The swords that are in there are just more swords for him to grab also. Uh -huh. Whereas the Qantas are bits. Which, so uh, thing, did, did we say swords. who was piloting this? Uh, no, we didn't. Uh... Definitely want to make sure we put a major spoiler for this, by the way. Uh, yeah. Graham Aker is the pilot. And you might be going, didn't Graham Aker die in the movie? Yes, you would be right <laughs> to think that. But no, he didn't. He just got he just got silvered a little. 
Yeah, he just he just had a little he just had a little dusting of silver. You know, okay. Here's the thing. Dylan. Yeah. The wiki doesn't have great pictures of this thing. Uh-huh. So I went to Google and uh-huh. I pulled up the metal build of it. Uh-huh. It actually is really cool. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Like it is it is neat, right? Like it has a rack of swords on the back. It's got the swords on the shield on the right side. It's got the um, other arm for some reason. The, the arm is Oh wait, oh does the metal build actually have the normal arm? No, I'm no. I'm just saying that the the dove oh, has, 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 yeah. has a completely different arm. <laughs> yeah, the left arm is just like a weird. It's not even like I, I'm curious where it gets that left arm. It's it's apparently it's just it's just a new arm that Celestial Being built. It says. Oh, okay. They just built it a cool new arm and vent section and stuff. Okay, weird. It is such a strange choice. It is also really weird because like it references the Exia Repair One by having it so like the left side is like what is weird, mm-hmm. but it feels bizarre because we know that we know from the Exia Repair Three existing that it's like no, they had a perfectly good set of vents and stuff, but for whatever reason we've replaced it only on the one side. I mean, so I could I could imagine two possibilities, right? Uh, well, one Graham Acres a dummy and well, okay. requested this. That's that is that is possible. That is possibility one is that Graham was like, "No, you must fuck it up in the same way that my rival once fucked it up," and they're like, "God damn it, Graham!" Uh-huh. Or possibility two is <laughs> at some point, <laughs> Setsno was piloting us and fucked it up again <laughs> in maybe, the exact yeah, same maybe way. Maybe that happened. <laughs> yeah, in the exact same way. Yeah, maybe that did happen. Um, yeah. So, okay. A uh, few paths from here. Um, now, the Estrella. Do we want to talk about the Estrella? Or do you think the Estrellas could get their own? I think the Estrellas could get their own. I think we okay. go into build? Yep, we can go into build. We, that's the other possibility I was thinking. With the Gundam Amazing Exia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and given that this build, luckily... This actually is not going to be as long as I was thinking, so that's good. Um, the the Amazing Exia is cool. I, I like this thing. Uh even though it does use, like, some of the green that I complain about, like, on the sword and stuff, um, the, the, the Gundam, um, uh, the Gundam Amazing Exia, especially with its backpack, I think looks really cool. Um, so, you go to the head, the head has been given, like, the V-fin has been given color, right? Like, we have re-emphasized the the de-emphasized V-fin. Um, the torso, we have given it, like, pointy arm like in, like so it still has like the colors but instead of having like uh the pop out like defense they're just filled in and then the top chest plate of armor has like been given this cool like pointy swept back like spiky armor um a lot of the torso is otherwise the same uh we've got new shoulders they're just bigger shoulders um the arms are mostly the same uh the I'm trying to see if there's anything different no the arms are just, yeah, they're just the Exia arms. Uh, the legs are, again, similar, well, I should say similar to the Exia Repair 2 is probably the better way of putting it. Because this is using the Exia Repair 2 as the base. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see that uh, if you go down to the knees, though, we have new knees again. And uh, much like what happened with like the Quanta, we have colored these knees blue. Uh, the feet are also blue. Uh, it still has like the red on the torso and the head and stuff. But they've added a bit more blue to this, and I like that. Um, more substantial change is the backpack. So, you know, the base version of the Amazing Exia does have, you know, a backpack that is just a GN drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then our good friend uh, Meijin Kawaguchi adds a sort of like, it is called the Transam Booster. And it is supposed to amplify the Transam. And also is just like a cool set of wings, basically. Mm -hmm. And they are very much wings, because this can pop off and be used as its own vehicle. Which is kind of fun. Um, Like a weird, like, bird vehicle thing. Uh, So, yeah, the backpack, though, is, yeah, this set of, like, binders, basically. That just look really neat. And that's it for, like, the physical changes. The armaments have changed up decently. So you do have a GN sword that is just, you know, it is the fold-up GN sword. It can also be wielded like an actual sword, and it has, like, you know, a, uh... It, it actually, interestingly enough, mentions that, uh... It has, uh... A GN Vulcan instead on the arm. 
instead mm-hmm. of a rifle, it uses the Vulcan. And also, think, yeah, that's an animation. Also, it can project a beam saber blade from it, so the sword can fold back to reveal a beam saber. That is pretty fun, yeah. Um, it still has the wrist Vulcans. Um, it has the amazing GN shield, which is a much more substantial shield than like the normal Exio one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger. It has like like a camera looking part on it, and also like the little winglets on it. If I remember correctly, I believe they can pop out. Uh, trying to double check that. Um. They made a master grade of this thing, by the way, and I want it. And oh. P Bandai, though, which makes me very sad. Of course. Um, but it looks really good because the Exia master grades all look wonderful. Always hear problems with the ankles, but you know, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna put it on a stand anyway. <laughs> Back weight problems and ankle problems on 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 mobile suits do not bug me. I I have I have I have a belief in stands. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so uh. Besides that, uh, you have the amazing GN blade, which is on the left hip, left hip, which is just like an actual ass sword. Like this is just like a weird sword sword mm-hmm. that it has. Um, then you have um, two Transam GN blades. These are located on on the uh, wings on the backpack. Uh, they are like you know just part of the lower part of the binder. And what these do is they basically can pop off and attach into the wrists so it can, like, dual-wield them as swords. Yeah, like wrist blades. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this custom. I think this is a neat one. Uh, I love the... I like the new backpack a lot. Um, it just... The thing is, like I said, GN drives can feel very, like... After a while, it's just like, okay, it just has a GN drive. Look at this thing. It's cool. It's cool. Also worth shouting out, it uh, does technically get two variants. Um, it does. It does get the amazing Exia repair and repair too. Yes, uh, the amazing Exia repair used in the you know like last episode where we have repaired it using uh, well the, I guess there's the repair too right I, I forgot about the amazing Exia repair which I think might come up in a manga because that's not in the show. Mm. The amazing Exia repair two is in the show and what that is is. Because it lost its right arm and its left leg, we have given it some camper parts, <laughs> of all things, from the amazing camper, mm-hmm. or camper amazing, uh, which I think is fun. Uh, that was also, if I remember correctly, the one that they were worried they would get in trouble for showing, well, because this, of I TV think, network related things. Yeah, I think the whole thing, like, um, one of the things is you mentioned that this is based on the Exeter Repair Two, right? Like, uh-huh. if you get the HBBF. It's just using Exia Repair 2 parts. Um, however, if all the official materials say, no, this is based on the Exia. Because yes, if it was exactly. using, because the, if they said it was using the Exia Repair 2, they would get in trouble. Yeah, so I don't want to overstep my bounds on this, and I know there's always like rumors about this kind of stuff. But basically, my quick understanding is that the TV networks that show certain Gundam shows kind of maintain a right to, like, 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 you'll notice it, actually, if you look at, like, IBO kits, right? You'll notice there's an extra credit. It's not just Sotsu Sunrise. Um, you look at, like, IBO kit previews, they also have, um, like, wh- whatever the TV station is. I can't remember. Um, I actually want to look for it just to see. Uh, like, the new Battlelog, uh, like, IBO-based design for uh, the mobile game, for instance, has, like, a credit that none of the other ones have. Uh, let me see it real quick. Uh, it's like that weird, like, that, that weird fun centaur friend. Any, anyway, it doesn't super matter. Basically, though, you'll notice that, like, marketing material may, like, list a, a copyright for the TV station. Or, mm. like, a, you know, like a trademark thing. Um, I am assuming these are based on time. Because you'll notice that, like, sometimes, like, when something is in a show, like, when it can be used now, like, in, for instance, in, like, season two of uh, Build Fighters they'll start using a lot of things, but they didn't touch that thing before at all. Mm-hmm. And you notice things in, like, um, small future reference to, like, Build Divers here, but you'll notice that, like, they never reference IBO directly. If you look at, like, the uh, the Gabaldi Rebakes manual, it doesn't talk about IBO at all, even though it's very clearly drawing off IBO. It doesn't say it's coming from IBO in any inspiration. It's just like, oh, this is a Gabaldi, but made for, like, big, meaty physical combat. And, um... Same with, like, the Saturnix pack. Uh, it's like, ah, this was used against 
Gundam frames. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to elaborate on what those are or what this is based on, though. Like, they don't mention IBO at all. Yeah. And that kind of lends credence to this whole, huh, uh, they probably, you know, they, they can't use the Exia Repair 2, even though this is very obviously based on the Exia Repair 2. Um, and them using the Exia Repair is actually what got them kind of in, like, hmm, you know, because Double uh, O has probably still network-related uh, copyrights going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Bill Fighters was not on a particular network, I believe. It was just, uh, it was on, like, it was online. It was just, you know, Gundam Info did it. They, they distributed it themselves. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, last little mention, though. I love that the backpack becomes a weird little bird. Um, we see this on the Dark Matter, which we'll be talking about, too. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the backpack is just, like, it's like, oh, look, I'm a fun little bird friend. I can separate. Um, and I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. So, uh, two variants. Uh, we can talk about the one that matters more and is less destructive on my eyes, uh, the Exia Dark Matter. I mean, we um, the other one we can't talk about. Oh, we can't? Oh. Yeah, okay, that's a weird... What a I'm, weird variant. I know. Like, it, yeah. Technically, okay, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about that on a different one, because fuck that. <laughs> fuck that noise. Um, yeah, no, there's only one more. Never mind. Uh, Exia Dark Matter. Uh, we have taken the Exia Amazing, which has already done like a weird, you know, a bunch of weird things to the Exia in terms of color. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we have done is uh, we've edged it up. So we've covered the face with a mask, which I think is a good idea. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, the uh, we have painted all the blue red, all the white. Well, yeah, it basically corresponds this way. All the blue has been repainted to like red. All the white has been repainted to black. Some of the red on the original has been repainted to purple. And, and, and sometimes when there's a green glow, there's instead an orange glow. Yeah, an orange glow. Um, or a red glow. Uh, like in the case of, like, you know, the sides of the arms and, like, the cameras. Mm-hmm. They've all become red. Um, uh, this is ridiculous, and I love it. Uh, so that the main changes are all on the head and the paint job. Otherwise, this is the same as the Exia, other than in armament. So... In Armament, what has changed is uh, the swords. Instead of just having one knightly sword, we have two knightly swords. And instead, they are the Brinical Blade and the Prominence Blade. Hey, do you remember when we talked about that version of the Sandrock, right? Yeah. (laughs) With the absolute zero swords. Yes. So we have a freezing sword and a really hot sword. Um. The thing is, so there is some metagaming that goes on in uh, in Build Fighters, in, in, in Gunpla Battle. And this it feels like this is doing that, right? Because mm-hmm. the whole idea is it's supposed to make objects brittle by making them cold and then making them hot, which especially would apply to plastics. Well, and, and also the way it does it, the cold one like basically steals particles. Yeah, so so it's, 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 it's fueling itself. Yeah, it's fueling... Yeah, and... You know, removing the particles is going to make it... The, the particles are what make the toy move. So if you get rid of those, then it's obviously going to make the part sluggish anyway. Just like you would expect it to if it was frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a, it's actually a neat idea. Um, it doesn't get to do a lot of stuff because, you know, you only really get the dark matter for, like, the one episode. But it is cool, um, an idea. And I, I, the idea of using a cold blade and a hot blade together is really fun. Um, otherwise, the armaments are basically all the same ones. Um, you know, it's got the bird backpack. It can detach. It's got the arm blades on the bird backpack that can pop onto the normal arm. It does have, you know, a GN sword with a rifle and everything on it. I guess, uh, yeah, it's still a beam saber and GN Vulcan emitter, according to this, too. So everything else is the same. It's just incredibly edgy, and I love it. I a lot of the shots you get with it in the episode looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cool machine. It's evil. Um, it's evil. It's just an evil Exia. <laughs> it's an evil gunfire. Um, yeah. And that's it. Uh, for I think that's basically it for our Exia variants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually not... I was a little worried it would be longer, but... I mean, it's still an hour-long episode, but not as long as I thought. Um, all right. Well... Six, where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me 
on Twitter at six detmar s i x d e t t m a r. Uh, you can also find my work at scanlinemedia.com and patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, and yeah, that's that's about it. Um, and uh, you probably guessed it, folks. But until next time, remember, I am, no, we are Gundam. Wow, no love. Okay. I, I hate the Lion Gundam line so much. I hate it so much. この世界は寄り添い合い生きてるのになぜ人は傷つけ合うのなぜ別れは訪れるの君が遠くに行ってもまだいつもこの心